What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, Mike. Like And I'm Ray Ray all day. Yeah, what up, Ray? What's going on, Ray? What up, fellas? And, and, and I'm, I'm Jobo Cop. Oh, yes, we Jobo forgot Cop. about Jobo hey, Cop. Jobo Cop will be. Oh, it's Jobo Cop. Hey. hey. Sorry, Jobo. Man, I, I, we got to tell the, the listeners this, man. We got to tell the listeners. I just found I, something. Hang, I, hang on. not withhold the truth. Hang on. I, I, hang on. I, I, I got to pull, pull my pants up. Hold yeah. on. I got to pull my pants up. Get them damn cowboy boots on. Shit's getting ready to Let me roll them up. Gergie Lawrence is coming. I fe- finally figured out why Ray loves the color blue so much. Yeah, why is that, Johnny? Oh, boy's originally from Kentucky, that bluegrass boy. No, boy's not from Kentucky. Bluegrass, baby. Daddy's from blue Kentucky. blue boy growing up in a damn bluegrass state, baby. I do love bluegrass music. Listen, no matter how far your daddy well, you have to because it starts with blue. Kentucky. Yeah. I'm blue. Da, do, de, do, do, da, do, wow, we got the low rate of land over here. Yeah, low rate of I don't even know who that is. Please oh, welcome to the stage, the Dunder no. Muffles. Oh my gosh, oh, you are a Colmar's daughter. How the hell could you be a self-respecting redneck and you don't know who Loretta Lynn is? I'm a Florida redneck. Oh man, you ain't. You just uh, got. Yeah, Kai just. That's got it, guys. Oh, I'm man. done with the podcast. It's what a cut. I'm out of here. Was well, she ever on Hee Haw? What's a cod? You don't know what a cod. It's a fish. It's a fish. You know what I'm saying? You put that in the blue. Yeah. Was she ever on Hee Haw? Your fish expired. No man. Ever on Hee Haw? Loretta Lynn, was she ever on Hee Haw? She was in the Grand Old Opry, I can tell you that much. Where's that? Oh my God. I ain't been out of Florida, bro. Boy, you're supposed to be a redneck. What the hell's wrong? Yeah, I'm done with you, man. You've been done. You've been, I'm you've done been with fraud you, man. enough. Uh, the Grand Old Opry is like the king, the prime of the country music. Oh, man. And hey, this guy's a redneck. Uh-huh. I'm telling you something right now. Born bred right there yeah. in good old Southeast Kentucky. Right there. And now that we know he's, 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 he's a redneck, he's a damn bread. I'll tell you something right there right now. You got some bread and cornbread in the <laughs> back corner of the door right there. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Are you from down there or up there? Hey, hey Fritz, Fritz, Up there. You down there or up there? Over there. I'm down there. Over there. I'm down there. Over yonder. Over yonder. Over yonder. Over yonder. Down there, up there, and over there. He ain't no redneck. He's a breadneck. A breadneck. Is it wait, a breadneck and rice? Breadneck and rice? Breadneck and Breadneck. How much yeast breadneck you got Good go. I'm about to say, I, oh, I take man. it easy on the what bread. We, what we going to do with you, man? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You're damn right. Sticking up over here for you, Ray. Don't know who the hell Loretta Lynn is. Although I believe all of it. All this talk about bread is making me hungry. Thank you, Fritz. I'm from Massachusetts, okay? He's from Massachusetts. He's got Massachusetts. 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 Yes, I have heard of Coleman. He has a man card. Oh, is that Loretta Lynn? Oh, my God. I don't pay pay attention to famous people. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, you know who Johnny Cash is, right? I do know who Johnny Cash is. Okay, well, at least I was was on the fence to you saying you know who that was. I know who Johnny Cash is. Well, yeah, he knows Johnny Cash because he's going down like a burning ring of fire right now. Oh, love is a burning thing. My cinnamon ring is complete. Your cinnamon, cinnamon roll. <laughs> what the cinnamon ring? Cinnamon roll. Cinnamon ring. Oh, that was kind of sexy. Johnny Dude. goes right to Wait, the food. What? Oh my god! Give me some I of that cinnamon roll. roll. That was Give me some of that tootsie roll. <laughs> you, I'm not about the rolls. I'm about the ice cream, brother. Don't get this thing twisted. 
Don't get it. We don't really need to hear about your cinnamon Cinnabon? Cinnabon. What did you say about Cinnabon? Hold on. Who said something about Cinnabon? We got his attention. You're going to stop Well, glory to God. I tell you right now, you got to have yourself a delicious Cinnabon. That's like an ice cream truck slamming his brakes on right there before missing a red light or something. Straight from one that's born in Kentucky. Glory to God. Listen, I'm going to tell you something, man. Don't play around with no damn Cinnabon in front of this guy, okay? You got Ian here right now? John's eyes got big as saucers. John, man. Daddy, you guys man. Got hey, look at him. Come here. We had to send no, him to the door. Right? Let, hey, let's you get, guys showed up. Let's get to the business at hand before this thing gets way off the rails. Well, man. I tell you what, talking about talking about all of this food and the Cinnabons and all this good stuff. I told you, don't mention that Cinnabon again. Didn't I tell you, you that? Know, well, it is I'm date night. A good you know what? Is he saying Cinnabon or Cinnabon? <laughs> Cinnabon. Well, well, I don't know. He's no, talking he's, Cinnabon, and this one over here is talking about his cinnamon roll. Aren't they the what same? What are we talking about? You know about? he's a damn breadneck. He ain't no oh redneck. What the hell are we talking about? There's that bread again. I'm getting so hungry. <laughs> Can you stop? We're going to have to take, we're going to have to feed Joey. Yeah, I'm okay. hungry. Joe Bo. Anyway. Maybe. Well, we just thought we'd talk about a lot of, of food. Well, because... speaking of Joe Bocop, let's let him kind of talk a little bit about our social media aspect before we get too deep. Oh, that's here. right. We have, Jojo. We have started something new. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. No, I'm no, just Joe Bo. Um, stop that shit. <laughs> Joe Bocop. <Bocop. laughs> Well, yeah. greetings and salutations <laughs> from the den of no, yeah. no, no, but really, uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us and liking us over on Instagram page. We have really gained a Nobody lot of likes flower. us. Oh, well, they do. We what get likes. Talking, what you talking about? With? Likes. We don't the email. Table, they don't email. They we get likes though. Nobody emails me. <laughs> I don't give a crap. <laughs> I haven't heard done. from a Prince. beer sponsor Prince. or a. An Fritz ice cream is, truck driver. I don't even done. email you. I'm really sorry, Joe. <laughs> Fritz is done. I didn't mean to interrupt. He's no, no, I'll, you're you're fine. I'll Fritz. shut up now. No, you can interrupt me anytime. There goes our producer. He's gone. He's done. We lost yeah, him. Interrupting lost cow. What moo? <laughs> uh, but I, on our Instagram and our <laughs> Facebook pages. Oh man, I tell you what, this is festive in here tonight. I can smell it. Yeah. Give me that. No, that's yeah, right. That's the bread next. That's, an, that's, that's he's kind festive. Of, he kind of smells like nutmeg. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, moving on. wants to be festive. Oh my gosh. All right, so Instagram and Facebook, guys, we're getting ready to roll out our uh, Facebook Live coming up here in about a week. Right after the uh, holidays, we're going to be, uh, Fritz and I are going to be collaborating. We're going to be bringing a live endeavor to the Battle Podcast. So we're really excited about that. Just to have a companion for the podcast so you can see us and interact with us in real time when we go and record, which is something that I think that we're really going to be able to, a lot of people are going to enjoy this because they're going to be able to react to and interact with us in real time. But I want to say, be sure to subscribe to our feed and follow us over on Spotify. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, we're going to be actually streaming to Facebook Live and then uploading that video over to YouTube. So everything's going to be nice and cross-pollinated. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Also, we got those... <laughs> Excuse me. Easy peasy. What does cross-pollination mean? <laughs> It just go to what the hell is cross pollination? <laughs> well, go. that's when the honeybee and, and never mind. But long long story short, you can find us. It's really simple. We simplified all of our social media handles. It's at the Battle Podcast across all your major social media platforms, including our latest that we just added, which is Parlor. And so our last episode, episode thirty three, we just uploaded that over on Parlor and gave you a really nice uh, uh, description of that episode and a, and a graphic to go along with it as well. So we hope you guys will just join us across all these social media platforms. As we continue to grow, we want you guys to be invested and part of what's going on here in the Lion's Den at the Battle Podcast. Hey, also tell them a little bit about our merch, a little bit of merch. 
Yeah, we got a shirt. Uh, that we're gonna Tell launch them what in. they've won, Joe. And what do they win, Johnny? Uh, no, we got those uh, Battle Podcast shirts that are uh, really awesome. If you've not seen them, definitely check out over on Facebook and Instagram. It's pretty cool. I mean, you got the Battle logo right on the front and center. you got War on the left sleeve. And then you've got the GSR Production Studios logo on the right sleeve. Fritz, that's a nice, slicker-looking logo, might I add. Yeah, hmm, I wonder. Hey, and the first ice cream truck sponsor to step up gets the whole package free. Nice, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. and on the yeah. back of that shirt, well, you know what the quote is: "That's where the rubber meets the road." Rubber. I can't do it like John. That's where the rubber meets the road. It's rubber, it rubber, 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 yeah. rubber, rubber. And don't worry, you YouTube watchers, Johnny will not be naked. That's right. I don't go full Monty well, on the show. He only he, does that for the neighbors. That's only only for the wife, and I'm surprised <laughs> I stayed married. Only when he's tubby, and taking yeah, a tubby, taking let's, a tubby. Yeah, let's be thankful for that. Lord, we yeah. thank you for Johnny keeping and, his and, clothes and the, on. In the words of the great, in the words of the great Fritzy, tell me you got a ducky. Tell me you got a ducky. Sweet baby Johnny. <laughs> well, guys, sweet, sweet baby, no, sweet sorry. baby ducky. <laughs> Go ahead. Right so, guys, with the holidays coming up, we got Thanksgiving just around the corner next week. We're gonna yeah. be we're gonna be stuffing ourselves full. It'll be the breadneck all day. The breadneck and eyesin, baby. I've already pulled out my stretch pants. I, I can't have stuffing. You know, for you guys up there in Chicago and Michigan and all that, I feel sorry for you, poor bastards. You're not going to be able to do your normal Thanksgiving. Well, California, too. Oh, good night. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about New York? Is it New York? New York. Yeah, New York, York also, yeah. New York. Well, New York. Yeah. I've got five acres, so I can spread them out nice and thin. Yeah, well. That goes without being said, right? <sighs> Nobody wants to be that close to me anyways. <laughs> Fatten it up those deers. Yeah. But we also know that with these holiday seasons... Not only is there good food, but there's also a lot of stress that comes with it. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things that, you know, I don't think we talk about or we think about enough as men because there's a great deal of pressure that comes with it. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're the provider, you're trying to be a provider, and maybe you're not making ends meet, especially in the climate that we're in right now with, with the shutdowns and COVID-19 and people losing jobs and money being tight and things like that. I, I would imagine that there's a great deal of stress that's going on with a bunch of folks out there that, you know, people probably out there can't even afford to buy a turkey. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's it, it, the other part of it, what's scary, the other scary part of it is because of COVID-19, a lot of the churches have closed their doors, whereas a lot of these outlets were giving out turkeys and things mm -hmm. like that. They're probably not going to be doing that this day, this, this year because of cross-contamination and, and yep. situations like that. So a lot of family going to be hanging out, the, hanging out to dry. And, and, and I just want to just kind of impress upon this, the hearts of the men that are listening tonight, you know, it's not the things that you can materialize or give that's monetary or, or physical. We need to focus more about what we give through our hearts. Right. You know, and I know it's real easy to get caught up in, well, I can't buy a turkey or I can't afford this. I can't give that. But you know what? If you just give your time and your attention, that's a lot more important than those other things. No, without a doubt. And for those who are in the States that are allowing the normal gatherings for Christmas and for Thanksgiving, we also know that in its own brings a whole nother set of problematic areas. A lot of expectation, man. Right. I know this a lot in my house. Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, it's you got kids, you got a wife, you got family, you know, you got parties you want to go to, friends you want to go see, whatever it may be. I mean, you know, this stuff costs money. It's not cheap. And I'll tell you, as a father, I've realized now is I told the kids and of course my kids are older. I don't even know why I do this, but I just probably just out of simplicity for me, I go, Go make a Christmas list and tell your mother and I what you want. I mean, you got to get it, but put in what you want. Anymore, I mean, even in all fairness to my kids, their lists have gotten smaller. 
but the items are not even not bigger, but more expensive. You know, right. when you're looking at, you know, Apple watches and, you know, AirPods and laptops and, you know, phones or computers and a lot of electronics that are out there. I mean, those things don't come cheap. You know, we, we started years back when the kids were very young and I, and I spoke to my wife about this because I remembered as a kid, when you're a little kid, two, three, four, five years old, you get a crap ton of presents. You get a, you get so many presents. But I remember as I got older, the presents got less and less and less. And like you said, because the presents get more expensive. So I told my wife at the very beginning, I said, look, we're going to cap it off at five presents, five gifts, period. That's it. Because as they get older, they'll, they're, it'll be the same number of gifts. And we always year. go with a budget. Like this is what we're going to spend per kid. That's right. it. That's well, it. I say that and I got to look at my wife and go, that's it. You know, cause my wife is like, Oh, she Christmas candy. Oh, Christmas candy. Dude, my wife's got 33 Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. Wait, okay. What? You want to talk about pressure and stress, okay? Don't, I got a Christmas tree forest going on in my house. Don't she put Christmas trees in the guest bedroom that nobody goes in? My wife puts a Christmas tree in every room in the house, sometimes yeah. two or three of them. Wow. Talk about stressing me out. Wow. <laughs> she told me the other night that she actually left the one up in the guest bedroom until like, what, August of the yeah. following year because she forgot it was in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's also, if you got a wife like mine that loves Christmas, you know, it's, it's now it's not just about, you know, the gifts. It's about how they look under the tree. You know what I mean, mm. like we can get caught up in these things. Like, is it going to look aesthetically pleasing? Like, you know, my, my kids are, my son's 20 and my daughter's going to be, uh, she's 17 and return 18. And uh, she still wants to wrap them presents from Santa. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, these kids don't believe in Santa Claus. You know, it's time to, time to move on, honey. You know, but that's her thing. And she likes to do it. But as a guy, you know, as a provider, there's a certain amount of pressure that comes with that because you want to be able to provide that for your spouse or for your kids and all that stuff costs money. And it's, it's difficult. It doesn't get any easier. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And you don't get any credit for it. Santa gets all the credit. Yeah. We buy all this, all the stuff and Santa gets all the credit. Now I got a question for you. When you said you told your kids to write a list and give it to your first word was your mom. And then you said, and me. Now, what's the reality of that? Is it write a list and give it to your mom? Because I know as a guy, that's pretty much my go-to is give it to your mom. She'll take care of it. I'm too busy. I typically, you know, I know where you're going with this, but I typically, they, they bring them to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, you know, I give them to mom. Yeah. So I know where, you, where you're going with it. I think you I know, know moms always handle the logistics of these right. holidays, and, man. And you know the men, the men really ain't nowhere John to be Amazon. found, man. Don't be sitting over there acting like you uh, you handle stuff on the holidays. Oh, you're I, full I, of I shit. That's why I said I handle this. You're full of shit, Johnny. You don't handle shit. I was going to say, Fritz, I don't really see them on Amazon Prime. Oh, they really want that. That's really pretty. Bring me your list, honey. Bring I'll take care of it. You know, I'll hand that shit to mom. That's what. Well, that's what we tell the kids. I'm out. Do you want the purple or the pink? That's what we tell the kids. Amazon Prime. Later, put it yeah. put it in the wish list. Put it put in the wish, wish list. list. And you know, I, I am guilty of that. And quite honestly, you know, to be be in all fairness, it's, it's pretty shitty yeah. to put all that on your wife. I mean, because my wife likes to wrap presents and she's into it. But sometimes I'm like, okay, you, this is your deal. I'm out. You know, like mm-hmm. same thing with like the trees. Like I put up a a tree in my in my man cave. I put up a small tree in our bedroom, and then we help with the big tree in the living room, and then we help with the hodgepodge tree in the in the dining room, which is all of our, you know, over it's a the years. hodgepodge. You know, like you get all those over the years ornaments and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I gotcha. kind of our hodgepodge tree of what the you know, kids made stuff. 
And then the, you got the big showpiece tree that's in the middle of the living room. And that's kind the of Martha Stewart. Yeah. Damn, Johnny got a lot of trees. Yeah. He got a lot of rooms. I, I ain't got no trees. My wife's got all them. He got a lot of rooms. He's magical. He's like, Johnny's. I got one in the parlor. Come I got one in the living room. And I, I about slapped on my neighbor like, about two years ago. I'm out there and he's like, hey, bro, you going to put some lights outside, outside the house? I'm like, bro, the most I got wonderful enough lights in the inside of, of my year. house. To light up a runway at the airport. Well, if you behave yourself, you might get to see them trees. I'll invite you to the Christmas party. Oh, Come on, buddy. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> Bring on. I might Christy. just pay you back all the beer that you brought yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, Not. but again, you go back to what Fritz was saying. It's so true. We a lot of times put that pressure on mama. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that is shitty. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. Guilty. I agree. As a guy, we do have a lot of stress, especially during the holiday seasons. But so does so does the wife. And even for the people out there who don't have wives or don't have kids and they're not dealing with that side of stress, they still have the stress of family in town or going to see family. Because when you bring different families and different living scenarios together, that's never a smooth transition. I think that's probably one of the most intimidating things of the whole holiday season. You know, as you get married or you're in a relationship, you're, you're essentially bringing, like you said, these other families into the mix. And there's a lot of stress that goes on there. You know, some people feel very uncomfortable with that and it causes people to, you know, people get jealous. They get their feelings hurt. Like, why did you go to her parents' house and not come to our house? Why were you over there early instead of being over here early? You know, we always do ours at this time. Now you're doing it over there and then you got to take turns. And it, it, it still creates a lot of stress. Oh, it does. And, and I remember even before kids being the, we were married at the time, but no kids and all that. So yeah, there was a lot of, we had to go to Ocala to visit with this family. And then we had to go to Pensacola to visit with this family. And then we had to come back down to Orlando to visit with this family. And then we had to go all over the place trying to please everybody. But it, at some point we decided, Hey, we've got to cut it off. We've got to set boundaries and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And the biggest part was communicating that to everybody. Well, the other part, the important thing with as men, we have to create healthy boundaries for our family. We don't want to destroy our own holidays to please other people. Right. And some of you guys out there, I'm just going to be really straight with you. I mean, you got a mom or a dad that maybe they don't treat your wife right. Well, they don't talk to her the way that they should, or she's made to feel uncomfortable. Or You touched you know? on that a few podcasts back. Yeah. And yeah. You're, you're taking her over to that house yeah. and, you know, or, or vice versa. You know, you're going over to your in-law's house. Maybe you don't get along with the parent, her parents that well. It makes her a very tense situation. But as men, we have to create healthy boundaries and make sure that we're protecting the hearts that are entrusted to us, whether it be our wives, our kids, or our significant others, whoever it may be. You know, it's funny you, you you brought that up about going over to family's houses. Um, uh, my wife's mother, uh, be my mother-in-law, uh, suffers with some chronic illness. And it creates kind of a little bit of a conundrum when we try to plan events, uh, especially for Thanksgiving coming up next week. And they were supposed to come in and be here. And so she had one of her episodes happen. And it creates a very touchy dynamic in our household because Alex has a yearning to be with her mom. Right. She wants to see her mom. Yeah. But then her mom suffers from bipolar and manic depression and personality disorder, borderline personality disorder. And it creates, uh, you know, an influx. So you, you, you create a, a good, a good on-ramp there, John. And, and I see this from the perspective of my eyes. My wife wants the best. 
She wants everybody to be happy. But there are situations that create kind of a toxic platform. And we have to be guarded as men. We have to make sure that we are not only guarding our heart, but we're guarding the heart of our wives. And do we want our wives to be subject to that? Because there's not been a lot of, I don't want to say there being good and bad situations and circumstances come out of that. But at the same time, my wife's gotten really hurt from a lot of those situations. And so I have to protect her and her heart in these times. Well, the other part of it too is, is we get into the comparison game, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you see it, see it Johnny. you know, we get into this, this Christmas as- aspect of too. It's like, well, your parents did this and my parents did that. Like my mom's always been bad about this because she's never had a lot of money. We grew up poor, you know? So early on when we had kids, she would just, she was insanely jealous of the in-laws because she couldn't afford to buy something that they could buy. And it became a competition thing. Yeah. Um, and then you see that transcend in the other part of it, like, you know, you, somebody bought you a gift. Now you got to buy them a gift. You know, you got to do it's, it's, it's tit for tat. It's like you, you go back and forth and, and it, it's not out of, it used to be in a, in a, it's a season of giving and gratefulness and love and all that. And it's turned into, you know, like compensation. Right. You know what I mean? It's turned into, well, you gave me a gift. So I'm going to give you a gift. You invited me to your house. I'm gonna have to invite you to my house. You know? We went to your dinner last year. Now we got to go to their dinner this year. And it becomes a lot of stress. And what it ends up happening is, is it affects people, you know, in, in ways that are just hard to understand unless you're in the midst of depression, for instance. Mm. A lot of people get very depressed during the holidays. Right. And for a number of reasons, and the reasons we're talking about, there's also situations where people get depressed because they've lost, um, you know, loved, loved ones. ones. I mean, there's more than 264 million people suffer from depression worldwide. Mm. Now you, you, you got these people already suffer from depression. You mentioned your mother-in-law and her situation. Right. Now you compound that with a holiday with expectations yeah. and, and having to come into a place of everybody coming together. That just heightens the sensitivity of those things. Creates a storm. Yeah. And it, and it just, uh, it, it debilitates people. You know, right. it, it puts them in bondage to some, so to speak, because they, they can't, they can't navigate through it because they're already fragile in the first place. It just makes it it's worse. It's almost like you got to put on a mask mm-hmm. to be with family. You know what I mean? And I hate to say that because we as men at the Battle Podcast, we're not about putting on masks. But the holidays creates this weird dynamic where you got to make sure everybody's happy. And I, you know, well, maybe I'm just speaking openly and candidly. I'm speaking for my, there's certain family members. I got to, I got to kind of be like, okay, all right, cool. All right. It's good to see you. Well, it's funny you say that because years ago, uh, I won't get into which brother it is, but one of my, my brothers is his spouse. She's detached a little bit. And every year they would send my kids gifts. And then, but you know, they would never invest in the relationship. And finally, I just told them, I said, look, my kids don't need your gifts. They need you. If you don't want to be vested into them as a person or have a relationship with them, keep your gifts. We don't want them. Right. You know, I, I don't get into that plastic shit. You know, like we're going to fake like we're close and we're, together and everything else because it's Christmas and then I'm going to leave here today and you're going to leave here today and we're not going to talk to each other for the rest of the year or until the next holiday comes up. Yeah. Don't now, do it to make you feel better. Right. I don't, I don't need all that. Put and, that check in the box. Yeah. And that's like what we were talking about earlier is that we need to make sure that everybody knows that the true meaning of Christmas is not about what you can get. It's about what you can give. And if you don't have the financial means to give gifts, that's absolutely fine. Give it yourself. Yeah. Be there. Love on people. 
just let them know you're there. You're there for them. I mean, you think about it though. I mean, just the holiday season itself, stress levels reportedly increased during the holiday season, 38%. So we already know 264 million people suffer from depression, right? Now it's increased by 38%. Hmm. And other statistics wow. show that 17.3 million uh, people have experienced uh, extreme depressive episodes in their life. So you combine, you put all that sensitivity and all that in, in one big, you know, melting pot, melting pot and, and it's a recipe for disaster. And then what really ends up happening is people start to, well, we always talk about, you know, the sin is not the issue. This is the issue, so on and so forth. But then we start to medicate our depression or we medicate our stress levels. And then we start doing stupid shit to cover the fact that we're stressed out or that we're feeling down. And that's when you really got to pay attention to what you're doing because you can do some real destructive behaviors during this time of year. Mm. And if people aren't paying attention or setting those boundaries, it can get out of control. Well, you think about it, DUIs, for instance. Oh yeah. People go out during the holidays, they get hammered, you know, for whatever the reason, either they're partying or they're trying to, you know, medicate or numb themselves, they get behind the wheel of a car and that's the last holiday they've ever had, mm. you know, mm. and, and it, and it's unfortunately, but it, it, it happens. And, you know, people, we talk about it, we, they medicate in different ways. Uh, you know, people get caught up in drugs, drugs and alcohol are, are, are run rampant during the holiday season. Um, you know, and people get caught up in it because they're medicating that depression, that anxiety, that stress that comes with it. Numbing the pain. Numbing the pain. Well, whether it's, whether it's, you know, financial or it's just relational. And then you, you couple that with people that are out there just plain lonely. You know, there's guys out there that maybe, you know, you've gone through a divorce and the kids aren't with you on Christmas because they're with mom because it's the court order or whatever it may be. And now you, you're sitting at home alone, you know, on a day that you used to get up with your family and open gifts. That day's not there, you know? So there's a great amount of depression and, and stress with that. Uh, some guys, you know, there's because the, the loss of the family dynamic, there's a lot of regret. There's a lot of guilt that goes into that. So there's a lot of things that go on. You know, holidays, we talk about all the good of the holidays, which we should. It's a good time to get together with family, but it really sucks when you ain't got family to get together with. Yeah, we're, we're dealing with the real life battle that happens during the holidays. You know, everybody wants to... Mark the good stuff, which is a, that's absolutely great. We're just trying to kind of help out with dealing with all the bullshit that comes with it, which yeah. is, which is reality because we all know that behind the scenes, there's a lot of bullshit happening. There's a lot of stuff going on and not getting stupid with it, not doing dumb things, not being, you know, self-destructive, trying to take care of ways to mitigate the stress. If you, if, if you've lost your job because of COVID, because of everything that's going on this year, let everybody know right now, hey guys, we won't be doing gift exchange outside of our family. Yeah. We can't do it. Okay. And, and guess what? They'll be okay with that. Yeah. They will. And tell them, don't give us gifts because we're not giving you guys anything. We can't do it. We want your presence. We want you there, but don't be putting on the, what was that? I, I kept thinking of uh, the Big Bang Theory, Sheldon. Yeah. You know, when he finds out that they gave him a gift. He's like, oh, no, no, I got to get a gift. What, what gift do I give them? What gift do I, no, don't give me a gift. Don't give me. Oh, damn, you gave me a gift. What do I got to get you now? Now I got to do something. Like, well, how, how big is it? How much, how much is it? Yeah. And I think it's easy them? for men to departmentalize that, though. Yeah. And rationalize that. And they're cool with it. The women, that's a different story. Yeah. They yeah. don't they don't deal with that well. And I think that's why that women are twice as likely to 
go suffer depression. Yeah. Well, and you make a good point, Fritz, because what about single women out there right now that uh, have absolutely have these kids, fatherless families that are going on out there where these kids don't have a presence of a father and the weight is put on the mother. I mean, you're, you're talking to a, a guy that grew up with a single parent. I mean, mm -hmm. a mom that was raising kids on welfare. If it wasn't for Christmas for kids or angel tree or, you know, toys for tots, there would have been years this guy didn't have Christmas, you know? I mean, it was so bad that, you know, my mother didn't even remember who got what half the time because she didn't buy it. She, right. she got mm -hmm. it as a donation. Yeah, bless so, her heart. You know, I mean, and, and I saw what it did to her that, you know, because she didn't have a lot of means. And so there were years that she wouldn't even decorate the tree. There was times that she wouldn't even wrap the presents. She'd yeah, leave you them just, in bags. You I just mean, give up at, yeah, at I some mean, point. Just, you lose that, that zeal and that passion for the holiday because what has happened is, is now it's about compensation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you lose the sight of what it's supposed to be about, which is supposed to be about being together and enjoying that time as a family and just, you know, relaxing and everything. There's a great deal of pressure. And you put that kind of financial pressure on a single mom that's trying to raise five kids. I mean, that's a lot. Oh, yeah. But you, I, I tell you, families can really put a lot of pressure on a household, specifically a single mother or a single father. Oh, without you would not believe. I mean, it's just unreal. And I couldn't imagine being in the shoes of a guy going through the trenches of the of the motions of that, carrying that weight and trying to go through the holidays to to make the family, to make the kids happy. But, you know, on the inside, you kind of feel like you're wasting away. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just being real. I'm oh, just, yeah. I've been transparent about it. Well, how many guys, Joe, we we met throughout the course of our time, you know, being in men's groups where guys have come in that freshly divorced. Oh, mm -hmm. a lot. And, you know, a they, they, get, they get into the, the overcompensation game of, I'm not there now. So now I have to really go out, you know, out of control, buying my kids this and giving them that because daddy's going to compensate because he's not at the house anymore. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a vicious cycle. And then the, the other part of it too, where the other stress comes in is, is after the aftermath, when you've put yourself in financial distress, because you want to be able to see the kids open up X amount of gifts under a tree. Which is always funny, but I always joke around this about our house. Our kids were more interested in the box than they ever were the gift. <laughs> I don't oh, know that yeah. ever, you know, they had more fun dealing with cardboard boxes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had more fun opening the present and surprised about what it was. And then they would put it in the pile and they go to the next one. They mm -hmm. go to the next, you know, and so many people will put themselves in financial distress because they're trying to overcompensate. And that's what we really got to be attent attentive to as far as guys, we have to take everybody into consideration. We can't just be thinking of ourselves. We can't be thinking selfishly. We have to think of our wives. We have to think of our girlfriends. We have to think of our other family members and what they're going through as well. We have to be attentive outside of ourselves. Well, we need to be attentive of being a representation of what it should honestly be. Right. And, and I think that's where we lose focus and we lose we lose because we're, we've changed it from it being about family and togetherness and love and tradition to I'm going to buy you X amount of gifts and spend X amount of money on you. And then it's over. Right. We, we can't, it's not going to be perfect. You've got to, you've got to set achievable expectations during these holiday seasons and be vocal about it. Let everybody know. And it'll be a much smoother situation, a much, much smoother gathering. It's never going to be perfect. Well, the other aspect too is that we got to touch on, I think it's important is that domestic violence goes on during the holidays. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You're already in a home where we already have issues going on. And then you add, you couple that with financial stress and inadequacy and feeling like a failure and everything else. And you've already got a man that already lashes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, for some people, it, it's hell on wheels. I mean, they dread the holidays because they know what's going to come with it. And so there's just, I just think the important thing for us to always do is be mindful that not every holiday, not everything is, means the same thing for everybody. Right. And, you know, it's, we shouldn't have to, you know, not be happy about the holidays and spend them together with our families. Just be mindful. There are other people out there that this is not a good time of the year for them. Right. Especially when you cross somebody in the street, you see somebody who seems to be down or seems to be acting out. Understand that you don't know what they're going through. Desperate people do desperate things, brothers. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. And we know also theft is up during the holidays. I mean, right now you got Amazon yeah. and everything else being dropped to your house. I mean, one third of Americans have had stuff stolen off their porches. Porch yeah. pirates. You, you got that pressure to provide, you know, that's some, some people resort to that. People are stealing vehicles. I mean, you know, you got to watch those dang porch pirates. going on. I mean, it's, it's, an, it's enticing to people that for theft, because they know this is a time of the year where they could hit the jackpot. Mm-hmm. People got gifts coming in there, big screen TVs and all these different things. And so, you know, there's, this is a lot of things that go on during the holidays that we need to be mindful as, as men, you know, and, and just make sure that we're focused on the right things. Family. Yeah. Family. And the other part too is, is, you know, if you're in a position where you can help somebody, help somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take a whole lot. You, you know, you have to be attentive. You have to pay attention to the people that are around you, the people that do need help. And like we say, that's what I always do is I'm always looking around to see what I can do to help. So you have to fight your selfish desires, which we've all got. We all tend to do that and start looking outside of yourself to see where you can help somebody. Well, you make a good point because what are we teaching our kids? Mm. Are we teaching them that it's all about them? Even with our spouse, are we teaching our spouse it's all about her or is it about others? You know, and that, that's, that's, that's looking yourself in the mirror and going, Hey, is this, is it about me? Is it about what am I going to get out of the deal? Hey, Christmas is coming. I want this. I want that. Or, uh, Thanksgiving's coming. I, you know, turkey, the food, whatever. You know what I mean? I get to watch football and lounge around and do nothing all day. You know what I mean? And the mentality that we get, but is right. it, is it about those things? Is it about me? Is it about the selfishness or is it about other people? And I think, and I think you'd be surprised too. If you look within a five mile radius of where you live, you would be shocked at the families and people that are true, truly in dire need mm-hmm. that need you know, love first and foremost, but they need, they need something else. You know, they've, they've been, uh, they don't have a job. They, they can't provide for their families. Maybe, maybe their spouse died and they're having to cope with that through the holidays. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you guys haven't touched on yet. I mean, I've, I've know many widowers who have went through the seasons and their loved one have died during the holidays. And that's such, that's, you know, we were talking about depression early on. That's hard, man. Kind of hard to get into Christmas when your spouse you know, is not here or and you've got 40 years of memories yeah. with this individual and they're no longer here. That's, that's difficult. So be thinking about these when you're, you know, you're wanting to give back into the community, be thinking about the people that are hurting the most. I guess the bottom line, it comes down to this. It's real easy for us to get tunnel vision. We can get so caught up in our day-to-day lives. We can get so caught up in me, 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 me. And sometimes even we can get caught up and them, 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 when it comes to our wives and our kids, we need to broaden that spectrum and open that up to see where the needs are in other people. 
You know, let's be a light into a dark world. Let's be, you know, aware of what's going on around us. And remember, it's not about the money in your pocket. It's not about the gifts that you can buy. It's about the love that comes from your heart. You know, where is that coming from? Is that coming from a place that's genuine? Or is that coming from a place of self-serve? You know, don't get caught up in the, you know, I'm going to give you this so I can get that. Those are performance-based relationships. They don't work. They don't work in the home. They don't work in the workplace. And they certainly don't work during the holidays. Men, you've been entrusted to take care of your families, your wives, your children, your parents, your, your significant others, your family members. You know, take that seriously and allow this holiday to be a new beginning for a new tradition, looking past you and looking at others. Because when you do that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> 